Good afternoon, y'all. Good to see you guys today. Um, these readings are intense. They're deep. I want to try to tease a couple of things out for you for reflection. Um, the first one from that reading, the first reading, as well as the psalm, this guy, Melchizedek, did that question go through your head? Like, who is this guy? Like, we're saying his name, and I'm not even sure if I said it right, but, you know, evidently he's kind of important, right? There's the, the order, the line, the priesthood of Melchizedek. Uh, Melchizedek is an Old Testament guy. We don't know much about him. The scripture says he had no beginning and no end. We don't know where he came from. don't know how he died, right? This mysterious figure um, of the priesthood, right? It's important to realize something kind of cool. King David, whenever King David won one of his victories in battle, he went to the priest, Melchizedek, and offered tithings to Melchizedek. And Melchizedek, in that priesthood, as a prayer of thanksgiving, he offered up bread and wine. Not a lamb, not a turtle dove, but Melchizedek got bread and wine and offered that up as a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Right? So we know he's got to be pretty powerful if King David went and offered this sacrifice to him, this tithe to him. So he's this mysterious figure, powerful in the Old Testament for some reason, but we don't know where he is, where he comes from, and, uh, and, and where he, how he died. And that's the image of Jesus. Whenever Jesus comes around, Jesus comes to establish a new priesthood. Because you had the Old Testament priesthood, the Levitical priesthood. Jesus comes to establish a new priesthood. And his priesthood is in line of Melchizedek. Just like my, the priesthood, my priesthood, right, um, is the priesthood of Jesus Christ, but it's in line with Peter, right, because Jesus established it, right? So we didn't have some man that said, you know what, it'd be a great idea to go start a big megachurch, right, and, um, and, and give power to himself. No, ours came straight from Jesus, and Jesus's was the order of Melchizedek. We don't talk about this very often because it's pretty confusing, but it's why in Jesus's priesthood, What's offered up is bread and wine, because that's what Melchizedek offered, right? And there's reasons for that which can get confusing. But so when we look at Jesus' priesthood, he's going to be a priest who is not going to sit on the throne and expect a lot of things out of the people. He's going to be the priest that takes everything upon himself, and he's going to be the priest that's going to lay down his life for us, right? He's going to be a sacrificial priest who's going to give his life for the people. And he's going to be known particularly as a bridegroom. Right? And this is a weird thought for us. We don't have many homilies or opportunities to speak about Jesus as a bridegroom. But today's gospel, that's exactly what he is. He even says it. They come to Jesus, they're like, why are your disciples not fasting? All the other ones do. John's disciples fast. The scribes and Pharisees fast. Why don't your disciples, why doesn't Peter and James and John, why aren't they fasting? And Jesus says, can you fast while the bridegroom is with you? Right? It'd be like saying, you're, you know, you go into a wedding reception, but you're not going to have fun. You're not going to have a glass of wine or champagne, and you're not going to enjoy the wonderful food. You know, you say, oh, no, I'm fasting, but I'm at the wedding, but I'm fasting. Like, you wouldn't do that. So Jesus says, can they fast while the bridegroom is with them? So he's making reference to himself. He's like, I'm the bridegroom. And they're part of the wedding party. So they can't fast. Why? Because the bridegroom is still here. And so Jesus himself is the one who 
places this identity upon his own life, that he's the divine bridegroom and the church, you and I, are the bride. Right? So whenever a priest becomes a priest, he doesn't just stay as a celibate social worker somehow. He, the priest is truly married to the church. Right? I've given my life to a person, you. Right? Um, and not just some mysterious figure. And so Jesus gives his life for the church. And that's the important thing. The Song of Songs, if you've never read the Song of Songs, I encourage you to. It's beautiful. It's right after the Psalms, up in that area of the Bible. The Song of Songs is the bridegroom and the bride is the soul. And you see this pursuit between one and the other. It's really super cool. So you've got to picture Jesus and then the bride is our heart, our, the soul chasing after God. And it's interesting, the bridegroom, it says... The marriage bed for the bridegroom is the wood of the cedars of Lebanon. And the bride, the bridegroom, the, the wedding bed for the bride, for the bride is um, the garden. It's a garden. So for the bridegroom, it's the wood. He gives his body for his bride on the wood of the cross, right? The cedars of Lebanon. And where is the body of Jesus laid after the crucifixion? In a garden, John tells us. It's laid in the garden. And so both of those spots, the cross, the wood, and the garden, are the spot where the divine bridegroom gives his body for his bride. And that's what happens in the priesthood of Jesus. We have a body that God has prepared for us as priests. And we give that body. That's what I say every day at Mass. This is my body given for you. Every husband, every bridegroom says the same thing. It's my body given for you. He says that to his bride, right? And so that's what's important for us to see today, that Jesus is indeed a bridegroom. It's what he came for. Matter of fact, that's what his first wedding, his first miracle was, wasn't it? It was at a wedding. And what did he give us? Wine. That was the responsibility of the bridegroom in, in ancient Jewish times, right? He brought the wine. So Jesus' first miracle was at a wedding. And it's showing to us that, yeah, this is the new, the new bridegroom that's ushering in this new union with us, right? And, and this priesthood that he gives to us. So very deep stuff, should have taken hours to get into, but if nothing else, I want you to begin thinking of that relationship. That is the way Jesus sets it up. He is priest, he sacrifices his life on the wedding bed of the cross, and lives out that priesthood through every man that says yes to follow that call. So that the church continues as a bride to have a bridegroom giving himself every day for your salvation. Amen?